Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we are in uh, Jeremiah 42, 1-22 and then uh, Luke 7, 1-50. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Then all the army officers include Johanan, son of Kariah, and Jezaniah, son of Hoshea, and all the people from the least to the greatest approached Jeremiah the prophet and said to him, Please hear our petition and pray to the to the Lord your God for this entire remnant. For as you for as you now see, though we are were once many, now only a few are left. Pray that the Lord your God will tell us where we should go and what we should do. I have heard you, Jeremiah replied. Jeremiah the prophet will certainly pray to the Lord your God as you have requested. I will tell you everything the Lord says and will keep nothing back from you. Then, then they said to Jeremiah, May the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we do not act in accordance with everything the Lord your God sends you to, to tell us. Whether it is favorable or unfavorable, we will obey the Lord our God, to whom we are sending you, so that it will go well with us, for we will obey the Lord our God. Ten days later, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. So he called together Johanan, son of Korea, and the, and the army officers who were with him, and all the people from the least to the greatest. He said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, to whom you sent me to present your petition says, If you stay in this land, I will build you up and not tear you down. I will plant you and not uproot you, for I am grieved over the disaster I have inflicted on you. Do not be afraid of the king of Babylon, whom you now fear. Do not be afraid of him, declares the Lord, for I am with you and will serve you and will believe and deliver you from his hand. I will show your compassion so that he will have compassion on you and restore you to your land. However, if you stay, we will not we will not stay. However, if you say we will not stay in this land and so disobey the Lord your God, and if you say no, we will go and live in Egypt, where we will not see war or hear the trumpet or be hungry for bread. Then hear the word of the Lord, O remember, O Judah, O remnant of Judah. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. If you are determined to go to Egypt and and you do go to sell there, then the sword will fear then the sword you fear will overtake you there, and the famine you dread will follow you into Egypt, and there will you will die. Indeed all who are determined to go to Egypt to sell there will die by the sword, famine, and plague. Not one of them will survive or escape the disaster I will bring on them. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says, as my anger and wrath have been poured out on the, those who lived in Jerusalem. So will my wrath be poured out, out on you when you go to Egypt. You will be an object of cursing and horror of condemnation and reproach, you will never see this place again.
O remnant of Judah, the Lord has told you, do not go to Egypt. So be sure of this. I want to warn you today that you made a fatal mistake when you sent me to to the Lord your God and said, pray to the Lord our God for us. Tell us everything he says and we will do and we will do it. I, I have told you today, but you still have not obeyed the Lord your God in all he sent me to tell you. So now be sure of this. You will die by the sword, famine, and plague in the place where you want to go settle. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi, everyone. Um, now we're in your New Testament reading, Luke 7, 1 through 50. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The faith of the centurion. When Jesus had finished saying all this in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. There a centurion servant whom his master valued highly was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, This man deserves to have you do this, because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and this that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he will, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and, and turned to the crowd following him. He said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. Jesus raises a widow's son. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a, was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When he saw, When the Lord saw her, he went, his heart went out to her, and he said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the coffin, and those carrying it stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and, and began to talk, and Jesus gave the, him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. Jesus and John the Baptist John's disciples told him about all these things, calling, calling two of them. He sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to ask, Are you the one who we was to come, or should we expect someone else? At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses, 
and evil spirits and gave sight to many who were blind. He, so he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is a man who does not fall away on account of me. After Jesus, John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd in, about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury are in palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people, even the tax collectors, when they heard John Jesus' words, acknowledged that God's way was right because they had been baptized by John. But the Pharisees and experts in the law rejected God's purpose for themselves because they had not been baptized by John. So what then can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not cry. For John the Baptist came neither eating nor drinking wine. And he, you say he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and you say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by all her children. Jesus anointed by a sinful woman. Now one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him. So he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. When a woman who had lived a sinful life in the town learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, he brought an alabaster, she brought an alabaster jar of perfume. And as she be stood behind him at his, at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then, then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisees who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two men owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii, the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he canceled the debts of both. Now which of them... Will love him more. Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt canceled. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet her feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put out oil on my head, oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, for she loved much. But he who has 
been forgiven, little loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, who is this even who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I lift you up, Lord. I thank you for who you are. Thank you for being our Savior and our and thank you for your grace, Lord, and paying our our debt of sin on the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.